So this morning I want to say some words to you about friendship with God. And it might seem that friendship with God is a small topic, an uncontroversial topic. But it's actually something that sets us apart from some of the other world religions. That if you think of all the different world religions, in a sense competing on the marketplace, our two biggest rivals these days are atheism and Islam. And with both of them, the friendship with God is something that separates us from them. So the atheist says, you can't have friendship with God because there is no God. Or if you're an agnostic that there's something up there, but you can't really know what it is, and therefore you can't relate to him, you can't have a friendship with him. Islam comes to the same conclusion a different way. The Islam, as I'm sure most of us know, the word Islam means submission. And that in itself tells us a lot about the Islamic religion. That in Islam, God is your master and you are his slave. You are not his friend. And linked with that is the thought that he is utterly unknowable in himself. All you can do is obey the commandments he's given you, supposedly in the Quran. Master, servant, obey. The Lord Jesus, however, says something very different. As we heard him say in that text, I call you friends. So yes, he's also called Lord. Yes, we also submit to him, as he said also in that passage, we must do what he commands. And yes, there's always something more to the infinite God. But nonetheless, he calls us friends. And the key thing, I think, here is the phrase he next utters, the reason why he says we can call him friends. Because, because I have made known to you everything I have heard from my Father. That it's knowledge that means we're able to have God as our friend. That if you think of it this way, you can't have a friendship with someone you don't know. You can't love someone you don't know. And you can't have them as your friend unless you know them. And the Lord Jesus came from heaven to earth to make God known. And in himself, in what he's done, in what he's taught, what he's manifested in himself, he has shown us God. And we can know God. So the Bible sums it up with one of the titles that's given to Jesus, that he is the word of the Father. That the Father has spoken to us, has made himself known. And the Catechism sums that up, saying that in speaking this one word, God has said to us everything he has to say. So because of Jesus, I can know God. Because of Jesus, he can be my friend. And this is the great gift that the Christian religion imparts.
Now let me briefly note two reasons why. Why we would want him to be our friend. Why in a sense he's such a wonderful friend. Well first, very simply, he loves me more than anyone else. He loves me more than any human friend does. He loves me more than I'll ever be able to repay him. He loves me such as we heard in that text that he laid down his life for me. And a second reason, he's a wonderful friend because he can do such wonderful things. As we read in the Gospels, he walked on the water, he fed the 5,000, he can do things for us. And that's a great friend to have. And the church gives us this text now in Eastertide, among other reasons, to remind us what a, a powerful friend he is. That he has risen from the dead, and he who is all-powerful in his resurrection can be not merely the loving friend, but the mighty, the powerful friend to help us in our need. So to sum that all up, atheism, agnosticism says God cannot be your friend because he's an illusion or if he is something up there where you can't know him. Islam also says you cannot know him. All you can do is relate to him as a slave to a master. The Lord Jesus claims otherwise. He claims that he has made God known and that he can thus be our friend. And his rising from the dead proves the truth of his claim and the greatness of his friendship.